Hi there, you're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in, and listen with an open heart. But first, the regular disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. Hi there. A couple of announcements and reminders before we dive into today's episode. Um, We just had our How to Find a Therapist webinar this past week. And I'd like to thank everyone who attended that webinar. And if you were not able to attend, the recording will come out this week. So you will have that uh, as well. And today we have our validation workshop that will happen in just a few hours from this recording uh, for today. And I'm looking forward to seeing each person who is scheduled to attend that workshop The first one I did went over really, really well. I'm anticipating the same result with this workshop as well. Uh, Validation is the key, the golden key to all relationships, not just the relationship between parent and adult child. I wanted to make some announcements and give some reminders of some upcoming services that will be available. Starting next month in August, The episodes for the podcast will be shorter in length. Uh, Again, they will go from approximately 30 to 40 minute episodes down to about 10 or 15 minutes. And those who are interested in the extended version of each episode um, can access those through my Patreon account. And information regarding that will be in the show notes starting again with the first episode in August moving forward. So that's something to keep an eye on. Also, uh, the group coaching for estranged moms will begin on August the 8th. Again, that will be weekly on Tuesdays from 4.30 to 6 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time or 7.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're interested in that, uh, please email me and that email will be in the show notes. The support group, Zoom support group for estranged moms, will begin Saturday, August the 26th, and that is from 11.30 a.m., I'm sorry, yes, 11.30 a.m. until 1 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time and starts at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The support group for the estranged parents and estranged adult children We are still looking for estranged adult children to join. I have plenty of parents who are interested in joining. And again, for the children, adult children, this will be heavily moderated. Uh, Everyone is screened before joining. There is an application process for both the adult children and parents. And again, this is not parents and adult children from the same family. Okay, so both AC and I will be uh, heavily moderating that group. So if you're interested, please send me an email and I'm happy to get get you on the list for that. That will start in September. And finally, the retreat for estranged moms and reconciled moms 
uh, the first annual retreat. Actually, there will be two retreats a year. So the first one and only one for 2023 will be in October of this year, and it will be in Washington State. So that information will be forthcoming on that. So I believe that is everything for our reminders and updates. So on to today's episode. Today's episode is titled, Why This Is Not a Relationship of Equals, and Why This Affects the Repair and Healing for Estrangement and Reconciliation. Our quotes for today, Sunlight is the best disinfectant for these relationships. And that is by Danielle Mate. He is the son of Dr. Gabor Mate. The second one is, if you're not listening, you're not learning. Lyndon Baines Johnson. And the third is, the world, the word listen has the same letters as the word silent. And that is by Alfred Brindle. So I had a completely different episode ready to go for today, and I ended up watching a YouTube live with Danielle Mate and his father, Dr. Gabor Mate, this morning, and I it hit home and resonated so deeply that I felt compelled to push aside the other (laughs) recording that I had for today and record uh, this for today's episode. And I think the biggest piece, I mean, there were lots of takeaways. And if you have an opportunity to listen, go back and listen to that YouTube uh, video by Danielle and Dr. Mate, I highly recommend doing so. There were lots of takeaways from it. But I think the biggest piece for me was their discussion regarding why the parent and adult child relationship is so different than any other relationship. And I've touched on this multiple different times in in my episodes on this podcast in a variety of different, under a variety of different reasons and, and titles and things like that. But I think that this is a, this is a question that so many estranged parents struggle with, right? They see their adult child, this 35-year-old, 28-year-old, 50-year-old adult child standing before them. And because they are, by society's definition, an adult, the parents think that this is an equal relationship, equal ground, equal footing, adult to adult. And that could not be further from the truth. And Dr. Mate and Daniel discussed that in their video this morning. And that's what I wanted to go over today in, in helping, helping parents to understand how this is not a relationship of equals. I'm often telling clients, my coaching clients, that if you if your 28-year-old daughter who has estranged from you, if she were standing in front of you, you would not be looking at a 28-year-old adult standing before you. 
you basically are dealing with and interacting with perhaps a five-year-old daughter or a 14-year-old daughter because of your history together, because of the power differential. They, they are not adult. This is not an adult to adult relationship. It never has been and never will be. So what Dr. Gabor Mate says in this video is, and, and Daniel, that this relationship between a parent and a child, an adult child, begins unlike any other relationship. He said, no relationship begins as asymmetrical as this one. Okay, so what's the definition of asymmetrical? Having parts that fail to correspond to another in shape, size, or arrangement. Lacking symmetry. Okay, so your relationship with your adult child is asymmetrical. It's not equal. You do not get to choose as a parent. You do not get to choose the child you get, right? You don't get to go to a store and say, okay, I want a child with brown hair and blue eyes and I want them to be this tall when they're an adult and I want them to have these characteristics and I want to be able to resonate with them. So I need them to be similar to me and have the same values and systems as I do and temperament that I do, et cetera, et cetera. We don't, we don't get to do that. Okay. So you don't get to pick this child and this child doesn't get to pick what kind of parent they want to have. In any other relationships that we have throughout life, we generally get a choice in the matter, right? Now, there are some exceptions, you know, if you're at work and you have a coworker that you just can't stand, but even with that, you can kind of sort of get around not having to have a relationship with them because you haven't chosen that. But your friendships, your husband, your wife, your spouse, your partner, you choose, right? By and large, you get to choose who you are in relationship with. And that's not the case with a parent and adult child relationship, a parent-child relationship. You, neither one of you get this choice. It's not a choice. And I would even venture to say that probably a lot of us have children that come along while we're happy to have them come along, they aren't necessarily planned, right? And even if you adopted your child, you, you don't get to pick what kind of temperament this child's going to have, how well they're going to get along, those kinds of things, right? So from that standpoint alone, it makes the relationship different. And then we bring in and, and specifically this case, one partner of this relationship, so the, the child in this relationship begins, enters this relationship as a one cell organism. And to quote Danielle, uh, uh, Daniel in this video, he says, adult meet zygote, right? So the parent, you're already, 
ahead of the game. You are a fully formed adult. This child is coming in as a one cell organism and then grows into this human being. So you're already well ahead of who, who this child is, right? And as far as development goes and things along those lines. Um, this is a relationship that there is when this child becomes an adult and let's define adult, right? I mean, that can be a whole nother <laughs> ball of wax because some of us think that, well, if when you reach the age of 18, you're all adults. That doesn't, I don't, that doesn't go in my book <laughs> because I've seen plenty of 60 and 70 year olds that are far less in adulthood than some 20 or 25 year olds and vice versa, right? So age doesn't make a person and, you know, an adult to quote Dr. Matei from this video, he says, an adult is someone who has the capacity to reflect on themselves and take responsibility. Now, that the word capacity that we have to we have to dissect that a little bit because what stands in between or stands in the way of capacity can be a variety of different things mental illnesses maturity just you know the way someone has matured through life and things like that and trauma our trauma affects our capacity to reflect on ourselves our trauma can affect our capacity to take responsibility so traumas get in the way a lot and that's what i see in the work that i do with my estranged parents and my the estranged adult children that i work with right not necessarily for my client, it might be for their parent or adult child, vice versa kind of thing. But that's another, another difference here is, you know, one person is already an adult and then another person grows into adulthood. When you have this relationship with this adult child of yours, you have a long-standing history with this adult child that most of us do not have with as long of a relationship with any other person on the planet, right? By the time they've hit 30, 40, 50 years old, generally a lot of us, most of us do not have friendships that have lasted that long or marriages that have lasted that long. So we have a significant history with our adult children that we don't have in any other relationship. Okay. Um, they talk about Do uh, Dr. Gabor Mate and Daniel talk about the fact that there's, there's just so much history, right? But also you have two adults whose original origin story is stamped by an inequality meaning you're not of e you're not equal because you have you you come into the relationship as a parent with your own history your own baggage your own traumas 
the adult child is coming in to their adulthood with their own things as well. And those are, I mean, just by nature, not equal to one another. And also the dependence, right? The dependence flows entirely from the child to the parent or should, <laughs> I should put it that way, where the child is always dependent on the parent. And the responsibility flows entirely from the parent to the child. And again, this is where that, where I talk all the time about the difference, the, the power differential that comes into play um, with this relationship that cannot be on equal footing because of that. You have always been your, when your adult child was a child, you have always been their manager. Whether you were, you know, heavy handed manager or not is beside the point. You were still their manager. You had to make sure that they were getting up and getting dressed and going to school and doing their homework and, you know, making sure they're dressed appropriately and that they were minding their P's and Q's and getting homework done and going on events and making sure they're safe. And you were doing all the things to manage this person's life. And then it's very difficult to step back from that when they become adults and to allow them to have their own lives, to allow them to make their own mistakes, to allow them to do things that you feel are inappropriate, not acceptable, they should be doing something different, etc. So that alone <laughs> is a power differential, right? You have these years of experience on them, 20, 30, 40 years of experience that they'd have, they have not yet had. So there is a power differential and you take that power differential and you combine it with the long-standing history that you have of a power differential where your child expects you and has expected you all throughout their life for you to be the parent. Now they may say that they want you they want an equal relationship with you, but that takes a shit ton of work on both parts. Both people have to, as Gabor says, both people have to um, step into that place of adulthood, being having the capacity to reflect on themselves reflect on their actions, reflect on their history, reflect on their traumas, reflect on all of those things, and then take re responsibility and accountability where needed. And most people without, I mean, it's, it's few, few people who, who do that naturally. Most of us have to have some sort of professional support to do that, i.e. a therapist, a coach, someone along those lines that can help us to see what we can't see because it's just right glaringly in front of us, but we're so in it that we're not able to see it. So when you then have a rupture in a relationship, and this is why I talk about, and I know that I get emails often from parents who 
just cannot stand me and think that I am blaming the parents and siding with the children. And I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. What I am saying is that it, because of this power differential, it is up to the parent to step in and begin the repair process before the adult child can step into their piece of that with us as parents. They may already be doing their own thing in therapy and working on their own you know, maybe, maybe they're having difficulties in their marriage and that what is what got them into therapy. And then by talking with a therapist, they're realizing some things that happened in their, in their childhood that they've never addressed. And so now they're having to address that in addition to working, in addition to having a spouse, in addition to having children, in addition to having, you know, all the things happening in their life that we don't necessarily have at this point in our lives. Our lives are much more settled than theirs are, right? So they may not be able to reflect if the parent can step into that role and be able to look at their, their own triggers, their own things that are happening, the more and be consistent in their changes, right? And their adult children can begin to see that and or other people in the family or friends begin to see that and end up going back and telling the adult child, you know, that they've seen some changes in, in their parent. That is how the changes begin, right? It's not up for a child to help us to work through our guilt, our stressors, our anxiety over the things that we did or didn't do, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that really is, um, you know, that's, I, I really want, want parents to really think on this, right? And if you're not able to see this, I, that would be an invitation. If you were my coaching client sitting in front of me and you were not able to see this at all and you could, you were like, I know this doesn't make any sense to me and I don't believe it. Well, my next question to you would be then, I invite you to consider why, why? Why is that not setting well with you? Why do you think it's not possible? And is that a belief? Is it an assumption? Is it an expectation? And then when you get beneath that, that would be my next question is, well, why is that a belief? Why is that an expectation? And when you get beneath that and you start looking at what has happened in your life, where people did not show up for you. Because we too have our own triggers. Okay. So our guilt can get in the way. Our expectations can get in the way. You know, our, our emotional hurts and disappointments, all, all of that gets in the way, right? And our kids, it's not up to our children, even though they are adults, they are not equal to us. And it is not their responsibility to manage our emotions, etc. Alternately, it's not, it's, it, it's really your adult child's responsibility to manage their 
emotions and their feelings of regret or remorse or guilt or what, whatever the case may be, right? We can come to the table together and try to repair those feelings and hurts and emotions, but it's not up to the other person to manage those for us. We, we have to do that. Okay. And when our history, the history that we have with our children oftentimes gets in the way. And that, that is where a lot of, a lot of ruptures happen from. And when we are the parent, it's up to us to lead the way. Right? And I will, I will say this one other piece before I close this episode out today. Um, one of the things that they said in the video today that reminded me of some things that I have heard in the past from, from estranged parents is, well, you know, no one else seems to have a problem with me. It's just this adult child. And my question to you would be, what is your relationship to the relationship with this child? Okay, if you have an emotion around that, so the emotion being, oh, well, obviously it's this kid's fault because nobody else has a problem with me. Mm, That's an emotion that you have around that. And that, that statement is your relationship with the relationship you have with your child. So get, get curious around what is my relationship with my, with my relationship with my child. Okay. Same thing if you're numb about it, if you don't feel any, you know, you're like, I'm kind of numb. I don't have a particular emotion. Um, Well, there's a reason why you're numb, right? If something bugs you about their relationship, you feel some kind of way about it. So what's your relationship with the relationship? Get curious, ask those questions. Begin to wonder from your child's perspective, I wonder what it was like for them or is like for them for me to be their parent. I don't know about you, but I never asked that question until I went through therapy and reconciliation and things like that. I never, that thought never even crossed my mind. I knew what it was like for me to be in relationship with them, but I never entertained the idea of what it was like for them to be in relationship with me. And that I had to, I had to, I had to ask that question. Right. So these are some things to think about. Again, I, it's just, it will never be every time I hear the kids, I never, I never hear the kids talk about, well, we're, we're, uh, we're all adults here and we should all be able to get along as adults. I, I never hear that from them. I hear, I want my parent to be my parent. 
And that means they're not my best friend. It means we can be friendly and it means we can have a relationship that is positive and healthy and um, nurturing for both of us. But I want them to be my parent, not my equal. Okay. So I will leave it here for today. And I invite you to sit with some curiosity around today's topic and see what, see what bubbles up until next time. This brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you are able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, leaving a positive review, perhaps entertaining becoming a guest on our show, or following us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. As a reminder, there is an online support group on Facebook. If you are a estranged mom who identifies as being spiritual and approaches estrangement with a sense of curiosity rather than blame and judgment and desire to do inner self-work and reflection, please seek us out. We can be found at facebook.com backslash estranged mothers support group. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast anonymously or not, please reach out to me via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com.